The Bruins are back in Boston to begin a three-game homestand tonight against the St. Louis Blues. It's expected to be Tory Krug's first game against his old team. Going to talk about all that and a lot more with a special guest friend of the pod who will be revealed momentarily. So let's get into it. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is, what is it, Tuesday, April 12th. Uh, I want to thank you so much for making Locked on Bruins your first listen every day, podcast free and available on all platforms, as well as on YouTube. Uh, you can follow along at Locked NHL Bruins on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. As you can tell, still a little under the weather, and uh, I have asked a, I don't even know how many times she's been on the podcast now, but a good friend of the pod to come and join and rant about whatever she wants today, uh, and uh, welcome back, Sarah Griffin. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing all right. You know, fighting this cold, we have... Uh, a lot of COVID cases going on around here, so I've been rapid testing myself, but so far, it's just a cold, so that's uh Knock on wood. That's positive, yeah, exactly. We have a, one kid who's home today, sick, so hopefully he doesn't interrupt. <laughs> and, you know, just uh, enjoying the last stretch of hockey, baseball's back, so much going on. I think last time we talked, you were about to start your new job with the NHL. Oh, yeah, I think it was right before that. Uh, how's that been going so far? It's been good. I love it. Yeah? What exactly uh, does it involve? You're, like, basically watching games, posting stuff, recaps, videos. What is it that you're actually posting up there? Yeah, so I do the digital content aspect. So, like, I'll get assigned um, two or three games per night. And basically just, like, any highlights from that. Like, I'm the one, like, posting it to the website, the app, like, sending it out to all the clubs. So, whatever teams have it need it and then i post like the game recaps like talk with social like team socials just to get everything out there very cool it's, like, really just like sitting there and watching hockey for a bit. yeah yeah that's awesome that's yeah sounds a lot like my old job with the score is very fun to like yeah just be able to watch different teams that you don't necessarily pay attention to and do you try to get Bruins games, or is it just pretty random which teams or which games that you get to cover? So I get all the Bruins games because oh, a sick. lot of my coworkers, for the most part, are actually Rangers fans, so oh. I don't want anything to do with the Bruins no, game. <laughs> yeah, well, that that works out well. Um, and I think last week you were meant to go to, the, to Buffalo, but... I didn't get the whole story, but it seems like things didn't go uh, according to plan. Do you need to to rant against JetBlue? Is that is that your uh, your nemesis at the moment? They are. They're at the top of my list right now. 
basically, I guess JetBlue's been having a lot of issues just with like staffing and planes. And it turns out I've like later found out that they didn't even have the plane that was supposed to take off. So like my flight got delayed four times. I was supposed to take off at four thirty, and then it got delayed four times. Finally, the fourth time it said it was taking off at one forty in the morning. What? And I was like, okay, this flight isn't happening. Yeah. And sure enough, it got canceled. Then they rescheduled me for the next day. That got canceled. Oh and then gosh. they canceled the returning flight. Anyways. Holy. It was, you should have just drove. Tough. How long would the drive be? I think eight hours, but I was at the airport for like 12 hours. So. Oh my gosh. You could have got there. Just rent a car, hop in. Home exactly. alone style. Uh, jump in with some sort of polka band in, in the back of the truck. <laughs> Well, that's too bad. I mean, obviously Buffalo is not the nicest city to visit, but <laughs> would have been fun. I were, you were supposed to go to like a lacrosse game or something too, right? Yeah, I was supposed to go to the Bandits Riptide game. Oh. And so the Bandits are like super, super good. They've only lost twice. The Riptide are my favorite team. They're towards the bottom of the standings right now. But of course, they had this big upset game. Beat oh, the no. Bandits. My favorite player had like six goals. Oh, shoot. That sucks. <laughs> and they play where the Sabres play? Yes. Okay. Where's the Riptide from? Where, where where do they play? They play at Nassau, actually. Oh, okay, okay. So they're like a New York-ish team? Yes. Very cool. Yeah, I haven't followed that for a while. I've been to like a rock game back in the day, but I haven't, uh, I haven't followed lacrosse too closely. So tonight, um, Bruins, Blues, should be, I think... Tory Krug will be in the lineup. He hasn't he's missed like the last ten games, which has been killer for my fantasy team, but um should be his first game back. Well his first game against the Bruins, uh since he signed with the Blues. I think I, I saw you post the the story of Posternock and Krug hanging out last night. I don't know if any other guys were vi- hanging out with him, but seems like uh they're still pretty tight and if crew could have chosen, I think he would have wanted to stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always the conversation when players come back, like, is there a tribute? Do you give them the motivation? Sometimes they're booed. Where do you stand on this? Should should Krug be welcomed back with uh, open arms from the, the people who are at the game tonight? Oh, a thousand... Percent. Yeah. I don't see him in that off-season period was that he wanted to sign for Bruins. They just weren't giving him a deal or the deal he's looking for, at least. And I think that's yeah. fair that he deserves, like, a good deal. Like, he did a lot here. But I will be upset if they don't give him a tribute video. I know Bruins Twitter's kind of divided about, like, oh, not everyone needs a tribute video, which I do agree with that. But I think he's definitely earned that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think uh... – I think Sean Corrali did not get one, which, okay, yeah. fine. But, yeah, Tory Krug definitely deserves one. He was part of, what, two teams that went to the finals. It would be funny if they included the Robert Thomas hit in that tribute video. That would be pretty funny. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I feel like that's one of the most iconic, like, plays he's had as, like, as a Bruin. You have to include it in there, but also, like, I mean, it's on his <laughs> current <laughs> yeah i think they joked about it even on twitter i thought I, f- I feel like robert thomas made a joke about it when he signed or they talked about it afterwards anyways. yeah i, was saying, I think crew posted instagram or something yeah 
of like from enemies to teammates yeah i mean i still really miss him he was one of my favorite bruins i always root for like smaller guys in the mm -hmm. nhl and he was just like yeah just kind of a heart and soul guy for the bruins i really do miss him and kind of wish that they had been able to well i mean they could have i guess but they chose not to sign him which yeah it's a bit of a bummer i think today is actually his birthday as well someone said that to me on twitter last night so that just is it? adds uh yeah april 12th he turns 31 oh. years old today so the fact that he's 31 also reminds me kind of why they didn't sign him to a long-term extension going with some younger guys like uh matt grizzlick who doesn't seem like he's going to be able to play tonight i'm just mm -hmm. looking at the lines right now no posternak no lindholm he's not in there and no Grizzlick either for tonight's game against the uh, the Blues. So that's not good at all. Jack Sean has been recalled, but the third pair is Clifton Brown at the moment. Yikes. Interesting. That's, that's two right-hand shots on the third pair. Um, Don't love that. That's but... not great. Uh, before we get to some more about this game... A quick word about Shady Ray's sunglasses. They're an independent sunglass company. They give you the features of $200 sunglasses for a fraction of the price. That means polarized lenses, well-constructed durable frames, premium high-end finishes. Something you won't find anywhere else is Shady Ray's insane protection program. They will... Uh, send you a brand new pair if you lose them, no matter what happened. Give them a try, and if you don't love them, you'll pay nothing. It's as simple as that. Plus, 10 meals are donated to fight hunger in America when you shop with Shady Rays, which is super cool. Exclusively for our listeners, head to ShadyRays.com. Use Locked On to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's code Locked On for their best deal of the season, 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Rays sunglasses. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs from live betting to playoffs esports and more head to the website today use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action at bet online where the game starts thank you so much again for making locked on bruins your first listen every day free and available on all platforms uh check out the locked on now podcast as well which is a daily recap of the previous night's action from our local experts. So, Sarah, there's about 10 games left for the Bruins, including tonight's game. Um, I've kind of been saying, you know, the key right now is just to, like, stay healthy, find the best defensive pairings. Um, how are you feeling about the Bruins kind of heading into the playoffs right now? Are you confident about their chances? Are you... So so low expectations. What do you think? Uh, what are you thinking about this team right now? 
right now I'd say pretty so-so just given how the defensive pairings have kind of looked over the last few weeks and then now of course the injury bugs hitting right at which it usually does I feel like it always hits at this time of year which is unfortunate but yeah and then on top of the fact that you have such a packed schedule in those like remaining few weeks it does make me a little anxious about that because I feel like guys just going to be continuously pushing themselves just to get to that playoff and then once we get to the playoffs, obviously, everyone's pretty much a whole new team at that. Right. But they're also completely worn out. And given that we already have three major guys out right now, I am yeah. nervous. I mean, it, as long as it's not, it's not serious with those guys, it might be good just to give them, like, some extra rest, bring some guys into the lineup, as long as they're healthy by whenever it counts uh, the most. Right now, it looks like, They'll probably play either Carolina as the first wildcard team, possibly move up and play the Maple Leafs. Do you have a preference as to who they played out of those two teams? It's tough because obviously, historically speaking, you want to say the Leafs just yeah. because we know like that they succeed against them. But also, the Maple Leafs this year, I know... Oh, playoffs completely different the maple leafs always fall first round but like one i don't want the bruins to be the team that let the maple leafs get yes. past first round 100 two that line like austin matthews mitch Marner, they are locked in like they are scary <laughs> yeah yeah you have a isn't there a thing with you and mitch Marner scoring yeah. What's, what's, every single game i watch for work for the maple leafs like, i usually get at least once a week he scores every time i watched his first hat trick and i remember going into this job like i got the first uh maple leafs game whatever and he scored in that and then he scored in the next one i was like isn't this the guy all these leafs fans like rag on about how bad he is like and now he's overpaid i was like this can't be yeah. <laughs> yeah it's uh i mean for me personally living in ontario it's just a matter of time before the leafs You'd expect it's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. We, we everybody says that, says that, and then they never do it. But you'd think it's a matter of time before they win. I personally would prefer that, yeah, not to be against the Bruins. Yeah, I was hoping it would have been last year when it was all Canadian teams. Like, I still don't understand how they, how they messed that up. <laughs> but um, yeah, I would prefer. But having said that. The alternative is to play the Hurricanes. Yeah, I don't the want to The Hurricanes have, like, owned the Bruins. I think it's, like... I was at that um, 7-1 Hurricanes-Bruins game. Was that the was that the Willie O'Ree one, or no? Yes. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuga started the night. I was all excited. I was like, oh, I'm seeing oh, Tuga right. again. Yeah. I have never left a hockey game early. I left <laughs> during the third period. Oh. Like, this is brutal. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> this is an actual beatdown. Yeah. I do not. Uh, I do not advise leaving early ever because you never know what happens. <laughs> Could have been the greatest comeback ever, but yeah, that, that's a game that you're like, okay. Yeah. I saw Willie O'Ree's number get retired. That's enough of an experience for sure. But I think like overall, they've outscored Boston like I want to say like seventeen to three or something this season. Like it's just ridiculous. But they do have Frederick Anderson in net. We know the Bruins have beaten him before with uh, the Leafs. So, I don't know. Either way, whatever happens in the first round, it's going to be like a ridiculously 
tough out for the Bruins, no matter yeah. what, I think. I don't have super high expectations for their playoff run, I won't lie. Yeah. I do have expectations I did at the beginning of the season, like, kind of into January. Even when they went on that, like, crazy, like, hot streak in the month of January, I was like, okay, like, I'm still not fully convinced here. But now I'm like, okay, there's a chance they can make it past the first round. But even so... I'm not. Yeah. I mean, I, it reminds me of like in 2019, I didn't really have high expectations either. That's mm-hmm. on my mind, obviously, because the Blues are in town tonight. Such a wasted, not a, eh, I, want, I don't want to say wasted opportunity, but like that game seven, I'll always think about for the rest of my life. Always like, haunt, yeah. <laughs> 99 times out of 100, the Bruins win that game. Yep. I think. Um, <laughs> but I do think this team might be better than the 2019 team. Like, it wasn't that great of a roster in 2019. They lucked out by Tampa losing, obviously. So, Mm -hmm. you never know what happens. You get in, maybe, I don't know. I mean, it's, yeah, the Eastern Conference is so tough. Even the Rangers that you talked about earlier, like, they're they're a really good team. Igor Shesterkin, I don't want to face him in the playoffs, per se. The Rangers scare me. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they have, like, they're so good. And the recent first overall pick, Lafreniere, Capocaco, second overall, they're, like, not really contributors at the moment. So if they, yeah. get, if they get good, then who knows. Um, Goaltending-wise, it looks like Swayman might get the start tonight, but Linus Allmark has been playing really good as of late. Which kind of guy, which guy are you leaning towards starting in the playoffs. I think Bruce Cassidy even talked about maybe like rotating them. I'm not a huge fan of that idea. Um, who's who's your number number one heading into the playoffs right now? As of As right, right this, this second, second like, like if playoffs playoff start tomorrow, tomorrow, I would say ride the hot hand and go with Omar. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I agree with that. But then again, Swam is playing tonight, so maybe he'll get the hot hand. It's like, it's so hard to tell with these two guys. With, with Rask and Halak, you knew that even if Halak was playing well, Rask was like far and away yeah. the better option. With these two, it's like, who knows? And they have like three shots against combined playoff experience. Mm-hmm. Allmark's never been in the playoffs because Buffalo's terrible. <laughs> and Allmark just came in relief. Oh, no, sorry. Swayman just came in relief. So, yeah, I'm not, uh, I guess. Whoever is playing best after game 82 is, yeah. is the guy that they're going to go with. I honestly wouldn't be upset with either one of them. I feel like they both had kind of like hot streaks and a little just kind of like lull. I feel like Jeremy Swayman's in that lull period right now. So I'm yeah. like, okay, he's also 23, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this season. Omar, like you said, he's with Buffalo. So I know a lot of people were kind of down on him when he first came in. I'm like, that, that must be so, so overwhelming coming going from, from Buffalo. Oh, to for sure. I'm yeah. Like, and I think he's adjusted so well, and now he's like really in a groove that, yeah, I would start him in the playoffs now. But like you said, who knows? Maybe now Swayman's going to get back up because we know he could perform. Yeah. Like, like seed standards for a rookie for sure. Yeah, for sure. And it's not even just like moving to a new team. Like, you're like, he has a family. It was a pandemic, like moving mm-hmm. cities, finding a new place to live, all that kind of stuff. That must have definitely, 
yeah, affected Allmark and a huge reason why he kind of took some time to to adjust to the Bruins. Like, it, it makes sense that he got off to a bit of a... It wasn't even that slow of a start. Like, he's just figuring no, it out. No. It's totally fine. I will say, I just I, love I, them both. I feel like they're both such, like, wholesome guys. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Funny. The hockey hug is, like, one of my oh, favorite things favorite. in sports <laughs> at the moment. Besides the Blue Jays home run jacket, which I also love as well. <laughs> do you have any thoughts on that? Is that showboating, do you think, or is it uh, totally fine? Oh, I think it's totally fine, especially given every time the Red Sox hit a home run, they get in the laundry cart. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, before we uh, move into the final part of the show, a quick word about Rock Auto. You can save time and money by using rockauto.com when you're looking for parts for your vehicle. Uh, it's almost impossible to find exactly the right part from your local chain auto parts store. You can just go to Rock Auto. They're a family-owned business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are always reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could possibly need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpeting. You can explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto parts needs. Uh, go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. And write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Something you should check out. Sarah, I know you don't have the best... Uh, Best vehicle luck in the world, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. What's your What's your car situation at the moment? Right now, actually, it is good, but I'm actually moving out June 1st and, like, into the city, and I'm like, good. I will never have to touch my car again. And, like, nice. I said that to my roommates, and they're like, well, you'll still have to drive sometimes. I'm like, no, I am taking public transportation everywhere. <laughs> You're moving deeper into Boston, or are you moving up to New York? Deeper into Boston. Okay, okay. Very cool. Within walking distance to um, TD Garden, to Fenway, any place like that? It's like a five minute T ride to Fenway, but it's actually walking distance of Warrior Ice. <laughs> oh, very cool. Nice. And those are all the practices are open, right? Anybody can go in yeah. there. That's really cool. It looks like, it seems like it's like the nicest practice. I see other teams posting pics from their practices, and it's just like, an arena that one of my kids would play in. Yeah. But theirs is like so nice with the big no windows no and worries. stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. I'd love to even just go check out practice once in a while. Um, actually, Buffalo has a pretty nice practice rink, too. I'll say that. I think okay. that's where the. I th yeah. It's like where Buffalo is, they have like the big rink, and then right next door is like Harbor Front Arena. I think it's mm -hmm. where the the PHF team plays and when they have oh, the prospect yeah, tournaments the before the season they play there too it's pretty nice it's like old not old but it's got like an old feel like wooden got a Tim Hortons right there it's pretty sweet Ooh. yeah I've wanted to go down to last time I saw a Bruins game was in Buffalo and I've been meeting to go back but COVID and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm like, and apparently Buffalo's tough to get to these times. <laughs> yeah, 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 seriously. It's like the close... 
it's the closest NHL rink to me besides where the Leafs play, I guess. Yeah. But like exponentially cheaper to go to a game there. I know that's what my friend who lives there was saying. She's like, I can go to Sabres games and be like right up against the glass for like hundred bucks. Like, yeah, seriously. You can't even get TD Garden like as high as can be for hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, I actually want to go there this summer for a, a baseball game, like to check out the Jays AAA team. Oh That'd yeah. That'd be pretty fun. That'd be pretty fun. Actually, do you know? Um, do you remember the name Dalton Pompey? He played for the Blue Jays, like. For a few seasons he's a canadian baseball player but he was like in the major leagues for a few seasons my town is like 120,000 people we have this baseball team that plays like at a kid's park and he's mm-hmm. playing for that team this summer so i definitely want to check that out I'd like to see a former uh mlb player in my little town that'd be fun yeah that'd be sick Anyways, um, I wanted to give you an opportunity to offer any hockey rants you might have. Anything that you need to get off your chest here, Sarah, as the playoffs get closer. Any team that Bruins fans should be scared of or worried about or teams that you think people aren't talking enough about that could win the cup. What's, uh, What's your hot take of the day? I wouldn't say it's a hot take per se, but I feel like the Rangers really are getting kind of lost in the mix of everything. And yeah. maybe it's just because most of my coworkers are Rangers fans and I like hear it and see it all the time. But I've like watched quite a few of their games now the last few weeks and they like scare me a lot. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. And I feel like you get lost especially with like the hurricanes and whatnot. But no, the Rangers are pretty legit. Yeah, I can see them coming out of the the metro for sure. Like They've been pretty dominant against the Penguins this season. Like, Shesterkin, mm-hmm. I think he shut them out last week and, like, waved to yeah. the fans afterwards, which was pretty cool. <laughs> I think it would be very interesting to see a Carolina-New York uh, series in that division, just with the Tony D'Angelo drama and all that kind of stuff. That would be a pretty cool... Oh, I think that would be, like, top-tier playoff yeah, hockey. Yeah, very interesting handshake line for sure. But <laughs> that would involve Carolina beating Boston in the first round, I suppose, which which we don't want. <laughs> I do think it would be cool. Every time the Bruins and the Rangers play, I always kind of want that rivalry to be a thing again. So mm-hmm. Bruins – Beat the Hurricanes in the first round, then they play the Rangers in their second round. That would be that would be pretty fun. I know because they're playing the Rangers. I think the twenty third. So a bunch of my coworkers are coming down to go oh, nice. and watch. It, and they're like, yeah. oh, you should go. Like, blah, blah. I'm like, I kind of almost like if the Bruins get their butt beat, I'm gonna look through the end of it, and I don't yeah, want right. to be there in person. Didn't you take heat for like the Leafs Bruins game a couple weeks ago? You're was that Plus, I also talked a lot of crap about it in one of my uh, classes because my professor is a big Maple Leafs fan. Right, right, right. And I came in the next day and I was just like, I <laughs> "Is that a Canadian history class or something?" Yes. <laughs> and he, the professor is from Canada, I guess, or what? Yes. Wow, you probably know more Canadian history than I do at this point. <laughs> um. Aside from hockey, is there anything you're watching these days? This is something I always ask. Anything that you're uh, Glued to, or is it just hockey, hockey, hockey all the time? Um, 
I actually started watching on Hulu the girl from Plainville. It's like a oh, crime yeah. TV series. So that actually took place in town right next to mine. Oh, wow. So, like, I know that whole story already. And just, like, watching, like, this whole, like, area, like, on TV and, like, all these people that, like, I, like, knew, like, played. It's so weird, but it's actually really well done. Yeah, I really like, um, Elle Fanning is, like, so good. We watched that show, The Great, with her and Nick Holt. Have you ever seen that show? No. It's, like, uh, it's on Prime, and it's, like, uh, set in, like, old Russia. She's, like, wants to be emperor of Russia, but it's, like, it's really well done. She, and it's pretty hilarious. They're both really good in that. I like, uh, I'll check that out. We started watching this show, Starstruck. Have you heard about that one? It's like on HBO Max. It's kind of like a Notting Hill kind of show or like this, but it's reversed where the, it's like this normal woman who like gets together with this movie star actor guy in London. Mm -hmm. It's really funny so far. We've only watched a couple. Like that sounds Um, right up my alley. (laughs) Yeah. You should check it out. It's on HBO Max, I guess, if you get that. Anyways, uh, so yeah, tonight, Blues, Bruins, do you have any score predictions? Bruins going to take this one, or they're too undermanned, do you think? I'm going to say the Bruins are going to take this one, but it's going to be close. I'm saying 4-3. Okay, okay. I have Jeremy Swayman in my fantasy league, and I'm in a playoff round with money on the line, so I am hoping for a, like... Two nothing, Bruins win. <laughs> Big shutout would really go a long way to helping me uh, along those lines. Hey, Swayman's looking for a big bounce back. I feel like a big statement game. So you yeah, don't know. That would be perfect. And of course, it's the Blues. So yeah, just yeah, yeah nobody Love likes feelings them. Feelings coming in there. <laughs> I got a lot of heat on Twitter because I said, uh, "Tory Krug, it'll be his first game." Since signing with that team, and people are like calling me a child for not naming the Blues in my tweet, but I don't care. I don't want to speak their name. No, I was saying it's still. I'm. I don't know when I will ever be over that, or no. if I ever will be. So they're forever. They're forever on my. Can't can't support. Will never like list. Um, uh, Sarah, remind people where they can find you on uh, Twitter and. Follow along with your NHL social stuff, digital content. Okay, so my Twitter is at SKG underscore 18. That's the same for my Instagram. And then also we do some like hockey stuff on Saturdays and Seltzers as well. I was going to mention that, yeah. And then that's your podcast that you host uh, with Kendra Kendra. Middleton. Yes. Yes. I've been meaning to have her on here as well. should get her on here at some point. Uh, how much hockey content is on that? What's the what's the sports balance on that one? Hockey, it's all over the lacrosse, place. Baseball. I'm like usually so like Kendra will do football, Jacksonville Jaguars, hockey. Then I'll do lacrosse. We kind of both do baseball, and then like she'll sometimes throw basketball. It's a whole mix. <laughs> You're not a big basketball person, are you? No. Is it more than football or no? Higher than football? definitely watch a lot more football than I do okay. basketball. For me, it's hockey, baseball, basketball, and then barely any, barely any football. 
Uh, anyways, thanks so much for, for taking some time to chat, Sarah. It's always great to catch up. And uh, I'll probably reach out again sometime in the playoffs to yep, get your absolutely. take on the Bruins and, and other teams. And, uh, yeah, thanks again. Thank you. All right. That's uh, it for today's episode, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. And we'll be back tomorrow to talk about whatever happens tonight and bring you all the latest on the black and gold here on the Locked on Bruins podcast, your favorite team every single day.